When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only miss marlo hampton hello (laughs) welcome 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 i mean marlo you've always had the juice but now you have the peach honey i got the peach david i got it got it got i'm so excited as well i mean like is this is as big a deal as I'm making it. I mean, you know, this is like 10 years in the making, Marlo. I mean, guess what? Great things take time. It takes time, right? It takes time and you hung in there and you showed up and you did the job and here you are. Showed up, showed out, stayed 10 toes down through the tears, through the hurt, through the, I deserve it. Why don't I have it? But I'm, I'm a firm believer in when it's meant to be, it be. And I just feel like the perfect time was now. God knew what he was doing. He was like, no, I'm going to have you cry today. I'm going to have you feel not worthy today. But guess what? When I'm ready, you're going to love it all. You're going to know why I waited. So I'm just, I'm so excited for this journey. I'm excited to see what he has in store for me. Why did it take him 10 years to decide this is the time? I mean, listen, you said on this very podcast in early 2020 that it was never going to happen. Never going to happen. And it's so sad too, David, as I think back to where it had me feeling it was never going to happen. All the naysayers, all the current peach holders at the time telling me, you're not good enough. You're not their brand. You would never get it to where I literally put that in my heart. Like, okay, you're going to be a friend forever. And not to mention, I was offered a peach years back, years back, and I didn't accept it. And at the time, as the years went on, I was like, okay, I see such and such come for a season and such and such. And hey, I'm over here. Get me. I want one. Why can't I get a peach? But I just feel when it's meant to be at the B and this is the time. This is Marlo Hampton season right now. Well, it certainly is Marlo Hampton season right now. Why didn't you accept the peach way back when? You know what? At the time. I sat right here in this living room with Nene and Greg Leaks, and it was like, do it, except I'm like, no. I was that girl already. The show didn't blow me up. I came on being that girl. Princess recruited me from a Real Housewives of, uh, for Real Housewives of Atlanta. I was at my boutique, 
And I was just like, oh, I'll come over and play with the girls. And I did the first season without even a contract. The first season I came on, it was like, you know, it was just something fun to do. You know, I was bored, single Monty, having fun, not married and just, I don't know. It just wasn't of interest then, right? It didn't fit in my life then. It was like, oh, let me pop in and see what these girls who need to shop at my boutique, who doesn't have that much fashion sense, um, what they need, you know? Totally. <laughs> well, look listen, at me now. <laughs> look at you now. Well, look, you love the finer things in life. We all know that. Did you splurge on anything? Like, did you treat yourself like as a celebration to anything once you got this peach? Uh, I was, at the time I was splurging when I was out, I was out splurging when I was getting rushed to come back home, not knowing I was going to be like, hey, you splurged today on a Birkin and you're coming home to a peach. So it was like, bravo! <laughs> See, it was like a Birkin well-deserved, right? Uh, I mean, it was like the BBB day, bravo Birkin day. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing wrong with either of those, right? Nothing. Well, look, this is the season of Marlo Hampton. You know, it's great. You know, it's RHOA. Look, of course, we have a little bit of drama. We have your archive party and, you know, it starts and, you know, all the girls had something to say about that, right? Yes, they all did. Was there one person, like, when all is said and done and now that you watch it, that you kind of walked away saying, like, oh, you were just too shady for my taste? You know, David, all the girls are shady. And of course, um, I wasn't there at the time. Who was that that came over? Sheree and Sanya came over to tell me they were being shady. And I just guess Summer was one of the girls over there talking about it. So I wasn't really, um, you know what? I take that back. I was kind of shocked because this season, Summer and I had a great season. I was there to support her on Dancing with the Stars. And I was like, this could be that one season where we just get along amazing and we support each other. The way I went and dressed as Ruzo, who was it, Ruzo I dressed as to support her. And I'm like, she's going to come to my event. She's going to support me finally. And it just, it was a disappointment that it's like, no one wants to support Marlo. She's never going to support me. And I need to just accept it for what it is. She's like one of those African-American sisters who are just not going to support another fabulous African-American sister. Do you, and you like really feel that like out of everyone who's kind of maybe not happy that you have this peach, you think it's Kenya? Oh, absolutely. I definitely, I know it's Kenya. Not once has she sent a card. Not once has she said, hey, even with no cameras, I would look at Kenya differently. If she said, hey girl, you've been fighting for this for 10 years. Um, It's well-deserved. I want to take you to lunch. Uh, me and Kenya are going to have you an event and for them not to do that that just, it really hurts not to just get that congratulations not just to get that call that one-on-one time and just to know how I've been a very important part in their lives and in their careers and just not to get that acknowledgement but it is what it is it is what it is. Well, look, one of the things about you having the peaches, we do get to look more into your life now. So, you know, when you told the boys, you know, you're going to be part of the storyline, it's going to be about you being a Monty. Like, what was their reaction to like, you know, you're no longer a friend, like you guys are coming on camera this year? You know what? I didn't even get the chance to tell Mike and William. They were home at the time. I was out with Adrian picking up my new Birkin at a restaurant eating. And I'm like, why the hell is my manager begging me to come home? Like, I'm like, it has to be because her daughter is walking. Like, she's an Aquarius. So I'm thinking maybe she just started walking at four months. I don't know. I'm thinking everything except a peach. 
Because at this point, I've been so conditioned to wait, hey, you're not worthy of the peach. You're never getting it. So that's not even on my mind, David. So I come home. I, I got the orange Birkin in the back. I should have known what God was doing. He had the orange Birkin, a gift. So I pressed the button. The garage goes up. Cameras come out. Producers. Two dozen of peach roses. I'm like, it's like Michael and Williams in the garage. My manager's there. My producer, Joy, is there. Uh, uh, Doug is there with the cameras. It was just, it was breathtaking. Wow. And they were like waiting in your garage with these peach waiting roses. in my garage. So I don't even think I gave them the reaction I gave myself when I went upstairs. I went upstairs and I was like in tears. If we could have had a hidden camera, you'd be like, wow. I was like, God, thank you. I waited on your time. It's here. Like I have arrived. <laughs> Are they enjoying watching the show, like watching themselves on the show? Like we have prom. You know and, you what? Know. I really don't let Michael and William watch the show. I will let them see parts of them. But, you know, our mouths are so awful. And, you know, sometimes it can just be some mean things. But I have let them see, you know, parts of them on it. And I've been so excited because school is out now. So while we're airing now, they don't have to worry about what people at school say. <laughs> Do people say things at school? Like just. Oh, cause... William say he's the popular guy. <laughs> He's the famous popular guy. Michael says people say things to him. And when they say things, he just ignore them and walk away. <laughs> I love that. Who do but you I'm get? Always, so I told Michael and William, I'm like, Hey, just be your true self. Just let's not sugarcoat anything, be ourselves because there's other kids that can relate to their story. And there's kids, grown women who can relate to my story. So in the Hamptons and Robesons, it's like just being our real self. And hey, it is what it is. God put us here for a reason. It is what it is. I think that's great advice. Who did you get? You know, we saw you kind of turn to Candy and Sheree, you know, just about raising boys. Like who did you get some, like the best advice from, you know, as the far as- The best advice I have to say, and um, I thought it would have been other different people would have been uh, Sheree and Sanya. They have been so supportive. Sanya is new to our group of girls. We went to their homes. They had outfits from Michael and William with their names on it. Ross, oh shit, I don't know if I can tell you all this, but Ross has just been really amazing with the boys, teaching them manly things, which you would see upcoming episodes. He reaches out 24-7 to do things with them. Um, and just really Sheree and Zania, those have been the two, and Ross, her husband. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. 
As I travel all throughout the Hamptons this summer, I am totally fine in these Ubers because I have my relief band. Listen, before relief band, the worst part about these car rides is I would get nauseous and it would literally take me out of commission all day. I would take an Uber in the morning. I would literally have a splitting headache still at like 9 p.m. when I was going to bed. It's that stop and go traffic and it just gets to me. Listen, you have to check out Relief Band. It takes all of the nausea away. Relief Band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, and on and on and on. So if you're finally taking that summer trip that's been on your calendar since 2020, guess what? I've got good news. Right now, you can join over 100,000 Relief Band users with an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. You go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET. You'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember, it's better to have a Relief Band and not need it than to need it and not have it. So head over to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. If there's one thing you guys know about me from listening to this podcast, it's that I like options and I like simplicity and I like convenience. And I have to tell you, Talkspace kind of feels like having a therapist in my back pocket. I'm able to reach out to my therapist anytime from anywhere, and that makes taking care of my mental health super easy. I'm more relaxed when I'm traveling. You know I'm in the Hamptons all summer, so I mean, I'm on the go. And I just love knowing that if I need to talk to my therapist, I can just send a message from wherever I am, and hey, they respond. Also, I gotta tell you, if you're thinking of therapy, you can sign up for Talkspace, and you can actually start therapy the exact same day. Like I said, simplicity and results. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code VELVET to get $100 off your first month. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. What about, you know, we did see this other drama that you kind of got involved in, you know, where Anthony, you know, is saying, you know, he's working for Drew and he's saying, you know, that Sheree doesn't pay and, you know, Candy was involved and you told Sheree. So you got kind of mixed up in that a little bit. Well, no, I really did because they told me what was being said. But when it was delivered to me, I was like, wow. But, you know, Marlo, if you tell me something like that, if they come and say, hey, David said this. It's like, hey, we've known each other too long. Somewhere the assistant needs to be cut off. And it needs to be told to the other person because we are a group of girlfriends. And this season, you would see this group of girls is such an amazing dynamic. It's like cries, it's fussing, it's fighting, it's making up. It's so authentic and just a real friendship. So it's something that was missing and we needed that. So I just feel anytime someone comes in and they're trying to you know, bother that, we should tell each other. We should be on each other's team. And you did tell Sheree. So like, to your point, you went right to the source. I was going right to the source. You know, these other girls are beat around the bush. No, 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 no. I'm coming right to the horse. Well, you know, Kenya has come out, you know, speaking of Kenya at the beginning beginning of the season, you know, has said, you know, listen, she's had enough of being the villain. She's done. She wants to pass the baton. So I guess, first off, I mean, is Kenya capable of passing the baton and just being a nice non-shady 
Kenya Moore. You're like smiling and laughing as I'm asking this you're question. You're so comical, David. <laughs> Do you think he is capable of passing the baton? Never. She's definitely not. And as the season unwinds, you will see that. Um, Kenya is just never going to pass that. That's something she's holding on to. That's something that she may want to pass, but she can't. That's her title. She's going to hold it. I mean, you saw she backstop her bestie, Cynthia. How do you backstop Cynthia Bailey? You pour a drink on Ramona. Come on. She can't. She's going to always be the villain. That's who you are, Kenya. I understand you don't want that, but it's in your blood, baby. If you draw her blood, it's like villain, <laughs> villain type. <laughs> I see that you really watched Girls Trip very closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, you know, Kenya has said a lot, you know, I mean, I, I agree with you. She mm-hmm. probably can't pass up a time. But she said, you know, we have a new villain in town and that her name well, is Marlo Hampton. Like, what do you say to that? Because she does say that you are the villain of this season. Now, you know, Kenya is very intelligent, but I think on that one, she was a little delusional. What she meant to say, I'm going to tell you, she meant to say, I'm more like the damn hero this season, okay? I'm the hero. I'm keeping everybody peach nice and juicy. I'm making these heifers work for their paycheck, okay? <laughs> So definitely not the villain. And if you think about it, think about it. Every time Kenya's had an interview, who did she mention? Marlo. Every time Kenya has an interview, who did she mention? Marlo. So I'm just the topic of discussion lately. You really are the topic of discussion. Now, you were also the topic of discussion here recently behind the Velvet Rope. I recently sat down with Candy, very, you know, Listen, Candy's been very much proponent of you getting a peach like all these years. Absolutely, she has. And I know, you know, she implied we're going to see, we don't need any spoilers, but, you know, she implied like we're going to see not one, but two kind of blowouts, arguments between the two of you. You know, like how shocked were you that, you know, at some point, you know, and we saw some of this in the trailer that you kind of got into it with Candy. I mean, that would kind of, would have been the last thing we would have expected. You know what, David, one thing about it, Candy has been an advocate for me for getting the peach for years, and I thank her for that. But don't think because you've been an advocate of me getting the peach that I'm not going to tell the truth, that Candy I've known longer than all these girls, 15 plus years. I don't know if you know, but I dated her godbrother. So Candy, you're like a sister to me. You're like family. I don't give a damn about escape or old lady gang or what other business you have. Or if you're working on your Emmy or your Grammy, if your ass is wrong, I'm calling you out. And she needs that in her life. She doesn't even know she needs me because she has so many people that's all over her ass to where when I come and tell her how I'm feeling, she takes it as, oh my God. I advocated for you. Okay, you did, sis. But right now I'm telling you how I feel. I'm tell I'm stating facts. So it's not that I love Candy to death. But if I can't be your friend and tell you the truth, I don't want to be your friend. It is what it is. And that really is, I think, why the audience gravitates towards you. Because look, I mean, at this point, you know, we're season 14. The audience is smarter. They can tell when someone's not being authentic. And so exactly. I think exactly absolutely. That's what we like. And you think, well, like Candy has just a bunch of people in her life that are yes people and you're not going to. Well, I don't think that that's exactly what she has. And she feels that, hey, Marlo, I advocated for you. I fought for you, baby. I appreciate that you should, because every interview you have, you have to mention me. And because we've known each other for years and I want Candy to be in my life. Candy does not hesitate to call me out if I'm wrong. So who the hell are you where I have to hesitate to call you out when you're wrong? 
That makes a lot of sense. Are you worried, like, as you watch the show, like, we all know how it works. You know, you guys, we filmed this. You guys are in a good place. You know, it's, it is what it is. But now we have social media and people are making comments online. Like, are you worried that as you watch it back now and the social media aspect gets involved in it, that you and Candy might start to go down this road of maybe you know not? You what? I hope that we don't. But Candy is very sensitive. She's very sensitive and she's spoiled. She's like a spoiled brat, a spoiled money-making brat. And like I told her, you didn't even get to see this because she tells everything, so I'm going to tell everything. When we got into it, there was no cameras around at first. They caught it at the mid of the argument. I was, She was like, don't talk to me. I'm like, girl, shut the hell up, you spoiled fucking brat. I can talk to you. You were wrong. I can curse you out. Who the fuck are you? So uh, with Candy, it's just... Baby, I love you to death. You're a spoiled-ass brat. And somebody got to tell your ass off. And God said, Marlo, I need you to just tell her when she's wrong. So I'm not worried about it. I don't care about the followers. I don't care about the status. I care about, at the end of the day, when she goes in the room and closes the door, she can say, Marlo is one authentic, real bitch. And that's all that matters to me. That's why we love you. <laughs> what about Sanya? You mentioned, you know, she's new to this group. How did Sanya fit into this group? David, what's crazy, Sanya has blessed this group with keeping us together. She, I have to say, Sanya is one of the people that brought back the love and the checking on each other and doing things together. What was missing? Because I think we all had got to a point where it's like, oh, screw you. We get in an argument. We don't talk. Uh, when me and Candy got into it, as you all saw, Sanya gets on the group text. We have a whole group text. And she's like, is it safe? Like, she's the one that just keeps it going, keep us together. Pine Kenya uh, put together a photo shoot for us. So Sanya's just like a breath of fresh air. She's happy-go-lucky. Now, how long will it last? I don't know. But uh, she's just like this Jamaican island girl that's so happy. And her next job needs to be content. She loves doing content. She's amazing at it. But um, she can't read that good. But uh, besides that, <laughs> you will see that in, she get read from filth by you know who. <laughs> hey, ladies. Oh, yeah. Here I am again. Listen, you guys run to Dame. We've got to tell you about Dame products because they have everything to help you feel good. Vibrators, toys, massage oils. Listen, why do I know so much about these products? I give these out to all of my friends. And yes, you know, a lot of my friends are real housewives. Yeah, they all get Dame vibrators for Christmas. They all get Dame vibrators for their birthdays. And no, I am not going to tell you which housewives I have given these products to and which ones love Dame products. You got to try the Eva. It's one of their most iconic products. Let me tell you, it's a hands-free couples vibrator. I mean, hands-free and it's for couples. How cool is that? Then I got to tell you about the Air. It's a suction vibrator designed to get you there fast. Get it? So listen, life is very stressful. I'm sorry. And we all need to just relax and we all need to feel good. <sighs> okay, listen, go to dameproducts.com and use code VELVETROPE to take 15% off your first order. It's 15%. What are you waiting for? Dame Products, D-A-M as in Mary, eproducts.com, code VELVETROPE, and you get 15% all of these amazing vibrators and toys. Enjoy. What about Sheree? I mean, we have the return of Sheree, Miss OG herself. Like, how happy are you that Sheree is back? I mean, how can you not be happy? You got the damn OG charade, you know? So 
she's not going to disappoint. Everything you expected is there. And Sheree even gives us a lot more of her this season. So you're going to be so excited to just see more about her, see her be more vulnerable. And it's just amazing to see that, to let that guard down. Whose shade do you think cuts deeper, Sheree's or Kenya's? Because those are two. Uh, definitely Kenya. Definitely Kenya. Sheree. I mean, Kenya is the shade assassin villain. You know, Summer. I don't even call her Kenya, but she's Summer. Summer shady uh, Kenya. <laughs> Whatever. But it's definitely Summer. Summer is just goes below the belt. She knows how to befriend you. She's calculated. And uh, she knows how to just stab you right when she's when it's needed. Speaking of, you mentioned Cynthia earlier, and we all saw what happened on Girls Trip between Cynthia and Kenya. And I agree. I mean, Cynthia is the sweetest person, you know. It's like, how can you betray Cynthia? Girl, if you betray Cynthia, there's no hope for you and I ever. I could see that. Did you feel pressure coming into the season just because like, you know, Cynthia is gone and Portia isn't gone. And there's been so much talk of, you know, like Portia's not here. Cynthia's not here. You know, there was a lot of chatter of like people saying like, I don't want to watch without Portia. Where's Portia? Like, did you feel that pressure coming into this group without these two? Let me tell you what I felt, David, just being straight out honest with you. I felt pressure. I didn't, it's not that I felt pressure. I read the comments and what you're saying, everyone said in the comments, like, oh, they only gave her a piece because they didn't have any of their originals. What I felt is I was a little sad because I'm like, damn, started with half of these girls. And when I finally had my moment, the girls I've grown with, the girls I have history with are not here. But then God was like, that's right. They're gone. It was their time and it was enough room for all of you guys at that time. So right now I just got to come on and be the leader and teach these new girls in our group, like, Hey, how this is done and be the boss that I am. And I thank God candy is still there, but I do. I miss uh, Cynthia. I miss, uh, I mean, I miss Cynthia. I miss Nini. I miss Portia because I feel this was a time when they should have celebrated me. And you guys still can celebrate and have a party for me. Cause I know you still love me. Okay. <laughs> they can just have a party off air. That's oh, there. just celebrate me. Like to me, it means so much when you say, damn, like say for instance, Portia, I have text messages that I would never get rid of. Portia DM me when she wasn't even on the show. She was like, I watched this show because of you. So at the end of the day, you have to love me. You have to sit there and study me and just say, damn, it wasn't her time. I came in, it was my time. And now she'll come back around. As soon as Simon money dries up, she'll be back and play with us. But it's like, still, give me my flowers while I'm here. And it does hurt to see other African-American women that don't give me my flowers while I'm here. So Let's they're not you. coming to my funeral. They're not allowed to my funeral. Let's give you your flowers. Who, who do you wish that you were, you know, now that you're a peach holder, you've been here for 10 years that you were working with, like you mentioned, Nene, Portia, Cynthia, out of anyone. Like we could throw Kim Zolciak in there. Like we could, throw, there... we could throw Phaedra. I love them all. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Epic TV, everyone I mentioned. Epic fucking TV. I would never have anything bad to say about epic TV. So you can't hold that against all the names from Phaedra to Kim to Nini to Portia. It is what it is. You have to give people their flowers while they're here. I don't care if these girls got to making money and got beside themselves. And what they need to realize, I've always been here. 
I didn't have a blow up on this show. I came on this show already blown and shining and being fabulous. I came on this show with Gucci Runway on head to toe. I came on this show owning my own home, having the first Aston Martin here. Now, do I love my platform? Of course. Has it helped me elevate? Of course. But these girls came from shit to sugar. You feel me? So it is what it is. I feel you. I talk about that a lot on this. And then when they started making the money, they got beside themselves. Oh, I can't do this. I'm too. Bitch, you didn't have nothing when you came on here. How are you too good for this? Candy, you've always been with Escape. But baby, you elevated once you got on this platform. Let's not let's be crystal clear. It's the facts. She elevated. OK, she was not known anywhere outside of here, Atlanta. You went in L.A. making moves. When you married Todd, that's when you got out to L.A. That's when you got into New York. So and when you got on this platform. It's a huge platform. And I agree. And like, we don't need to get into Nini specifically, but that's a thing. Like, that's a lot of these women, not just on Atlanta, like get in their own way. It really. They got beside themselves. Because think about it. You love these girls in the beginning, right? And then they changed. When the money changed, they changed. Thank God I was used to money. Thank God I came for it. And Bravo is family. That's home. You don't get on a platform and betray a platform who changed your lifestyle that you never would have seen. And I saw this lifestyle before, but guess what? It has elevated me to a higher level. And it is what it is. You have to give props to where Bravo takes great care of us. It's a fun network. We fly first class. We eat good. We argue. We curse each other out. I have my moments, but that's fucking family. That is family. It's family. What about when Kenya, I mean, I'm sure you've heard where she says, you know, Marlo is inauthentic, that you're trying to be Nini. I'm sure you've seen that quote by her. Let me tell you something. I cannot be Nini, who is the icon. Only thing I can be is the amazing ex-icon, okay? The iconic ex-icon. That's who I am. That is who you are. As people watch, you know, now that you have the peach and like they learn more about you, like, what do you want people to take away and say like, wow, you know, you've been with us for 10 years, but I didn't, I never knew that about Marlo. I just want them to know, never be ashamed of your past. Like how people try to throw, she's a con. Yes, I'm an ex-con. I'm an iconic ex-con. And it's just what you want in life. Like for years, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh my God, they're talking about my past. I made all these mistakes. It's so embarrassing. My nephews to see the people, but guess what? I could pay $10,000 to get it covered up and no one can see it. I leave it there because I want it to be a friendly reminder of where I came from and where I never want to go back. And no matter how many times all the other peach holders bring it up. Yeah, you're right. That was me, young, dumb, stupid, a single female trying to raise myself, running away at 10. But look at me now. We have the same job, the same platform, sweetheart. And my story was different from yours. And you look at other housewives and just people in general that when they're in the public eye, they try to really control the narrative of what gets out there. And that's just got to be exhausting. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about, you know, there's so much talk about, you know, this one's going to be gone. That one's going to be gone next season. You know, I don't think you're going anywhere for a very long time now that you have this peach, Marlo. No, baby, I'm not going anywhere. But I I don't think I'm going anywhere either. I just feel like I'm here to stay. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be out picketing in New York. I'm going to be like Kenya picketing outside of Marlo. 
Well, listen, there is the more things change, the more you know you have your peach that's different, the more things stay the same. Why are we still taught? Why is everyone still obsessed about Marlo and her finances and where you get your money? And where's your sugar daddy? And as you say, there's no receipts. You're laughing. You're not, I can't even finish the question, but we're, people are obsessed on this. Your, your, your friends over there. You know, I'm a fast talker. I talk fast. I'm going to be so slow on this one. David, I'm just looking into the air on this one. I'm so over it. Sheree, that's my girl. She's over there in a fabulous mansion, right? But spring, summer, and fall has come and gone. And I still can't buy a jog. Okay, now let's keep it. Then let's go to my sister, Summer Moore. Her hair care is only in CVS on the south side of Atlanta near Candy's house. She's not regional, no national distribution. Where's her money coming from? My girl, Drew. I love her to death. She pops up here and there. On a, what will say, a made, uh, uh, for a made-for-TV movie here and there. Where's her finances coming from? I mean, let's just be real. Where are these finances coming from? But they're worried about Marlo, who's in a townhome paid for. A townhome. You know, just I own what I have. Don't live above my means. So it's like, it's, it's comical now. When you have these other three girls, besides Candy and Sanya, where do the other three monies come from? Come on, think about it. Kenya. South side of Atlanta, South side. She doesn't even go to the South side. I went over there three days ago. She's not even on the shelves. She's not in Walmart or Target where there's bolts and, you know, oh, we can go in the back and get you another one. Drew is every blue moon a made for TV film. Sheree, you've been on the show talking about damn jogger spring, summer and fall. And I came by a jogger today. So why is no, and she's in a fabulous mansion. Why are we not asking where these three young ladies' money come from? Why are we asking about the girl in the town home from season four told you she had a billionaire at the time who paid for it? What finances? What finances? I'm, I don't see where I live out of my means. What's so rich? Because I look fabulous, because I dress nice, because stores love me and want me in their pieces. What? Let's talk about real finances. Where do the other three ladies' finances come from? Yeah. And if everything's paid for, why do they even care? I mean, I mean really, I don't what's business? Right. right. What is there to take care? Listen, I walk in a room and I get paid thousands of dollars. I'm on a platform where I get paid thousands of dollars. Okay. Like, come on. Are you serious? I have a showroom archive where I make thousands of dollars in a week. So it's, it's, it's really comical. You got to laugh at it at this point. For 10 years, they've been saying the same thing. Well, speaking of La Archive, I mean, you have such great fashion. I saw you were just in D.C. for Pride. You were hanging out. I with had a blast. How was it hanging out with Candace Dillard? Oh, my God. When I tell you, Candace, I love Candace. And why I didn't know she made a verse about me and her song. Did you know that? Oh, yes, I did. Candace's music that. is phenomenal. I didn't even realize it till the next morning. It was epic. They played it in the club. Um, Candace really could come over here and play with us. Her mouth is like mine. We say whatever the hell we're thinking. <laughs> so I love Candace. Just amazing. No filter. Whatever the hell her ass is thinking, you're going to hear it. Period. And you think Candace could handle herself in the ATL if she came and joined oh, RHOA? Absolutely. absolutely. She can handle the ATL. Get over here, Candace. Move to Atlanta. <laughs> 
what about fashion? You were decked out in your Chanel. Like, do you have one archive? I mean, do you have one brand? Like if I said you could only wear one brand for the rest of your life, what, what would it be? You're such a fashion girl. It would be Chanel. If it could only be, it would have to definitely be Chanel. You love your Chanel. I love it because it was the first expensive bag I ever purchased for my girlfriend, Paige at Neiman's. And it's just classic. It never goes out of style. It never goes out of style. It never goes out of style. It's like me. I never go out of style. <laughs> you, you do never go out of style. Oh, thank you, David. What about, you know, recently Nini was doing an Instagram live and someone asked if she still spoke to you. Yeah. She said, you know, once they're on the show, they don't really want to speak to people off the show. And it's like divide and conquer. And I mean. Listen, I just saw Nini the other night. We didn't skip a beat. We took pictures. It's posted on Instagram. You and I know that's bullshit. If I'm a friend with you, I'm a friend with you. And it is what it is. We just saw each other and talked and we're going to be going to lunch next week. So that's BS. I love it. Has this, does it feel different now that you have your peach? I mean, again, you've been here for 10 seasons. Like, I mean, you're the same Marlo. Does this feel different? I mean, I'm going to be a little more cocky. You know, I got my title. Now I got my peach. I've always had the juice. You know that. So it's just like now Kenya... Any of the naysayers, you can't say shit. I have the same title. And it bothers these girls because of my upbringing. And for me to sit here and have the exact same title as them, the same platform, and our stories are different. But it is what it is. And how great, you know, as you raise these boys to show them, just own your truth and don't. Um, one thing in the Hamptons and Robeson household, I just tell them. Own your truth. Don't care what you read on social media because I know they sneak on the computers and they see stuff. They know they're Monty and they know me like no other. They know when I'm pissed, when I have my moments, but they know my heart and they know at the end of the day, I'm a great, loyal, loving individual and I'm a giver. I would give my damn last. So it's just doing my best, trying to maneuver through this Monty new title and it has not been easy. And I just thank God for the friends, the DMs, people who have sent emails. Cause I'm always like, give me advice, help. Cause I didn't have nine months to prepare for Michael and William. It happened overnight. It really did. It did. And you truly stepped up. Well, as we wrap up and come to a close, you know, look, these housewife group of friends is always changing. If it were up to you, you know, you're not going anywhere. Who do you think we should, you know, maybe say goodbye to at the end of this RHOA season? You know what? I hate saying goodbye because in our neck of the woods, you don't want to cut anyone's money off. And that's something really close. Cause I hate when people would say, Oh, Marlo, she doesn't deserve a peach. I wouldn't say goodbye, but I can say hello to Phaedra. I could say hello to Kim. I can even say hello to Nini. So I would say hello to a lot of OGs. That's what I would say hello to. I wouldn't say goodbye to anyone, but I definitely would say hello. Come on over to Phaedra Parks. Come on back, Kim and Nini. That's what I would say. I'm going to say hello to all of them as well. So is there anything else you want to talk about like that I didn't bring up? Anything else oh, you, you want to plug? You did bring up my uh, nonprofit, Glam It Up which you know that's near and dear to my heart for any new listeners or they don't know about it, definitely go to my website, read more on it. I grew up in foster care. It's near and dear to my heart. Once I got this platform, I just exposed it even more. Uh, it's for girls in foster care. Just letting them know, hey, you're the world, you're the sunshine. 
anything they dream they can achieve because I was once that girl that people picked on. I mean, it's shit, they still pick on me now. And I just want the girls in foster care just to know they are amazing. Come and support, come and attend the event that I have for them and just learn all about Glam It Up. Glam it up, everyone. Yes. And I mean, it's such a great organization. And, you know, there you go. You don't have to do that. You don't have to give back, but you are. So. Well, thank you. It's something I'm always do. Cameras or not. It's just, it's in me and it's a part of who I am. Well, listen, I am, I don't need to tell you, I am so thrilled that you got your peach. This is such a great season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's, you guys are bringing it. You guys. We are. And watch uh, this episode coming. It's amazing. I can't wait. It's this whole season's been amazing already. So you guys are awesome. Thank you to your whole team for making this happen. And, you know, I appreciate it. You'll have to come back next week. Hey, Kai and Justin. Got to shoot out my, shout out my team. You know, I got to throw their names out there when I can. (laughs) Listen, Ty is, Ty is my girl. I I love me some Ty. I love Ty. I love her. So send my love to them. Thank you, David. Anytime. Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. Thank you, David. Love Take you. Care. Thank you guys all. I really appreciate it. All right, bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.